It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. Think that guy got any sleep last night, Jen? Oh, my God. You know what? I I have to admit, I'm not, you know me, I I watch the Buckeyes play, and that's about it. And maybe every now and then I'll tune in to watch Tom Brady, which I did yesterday. But I don't watch football, and I watched every single one of these games, at least part of them. Everyone is saying that, too. Everyone watched something. They're calling it the best Weekend of NFL football ever, like in history. I, I kind of believe it, i got to tell you. Well, you know what? You weren't here on uh, Friday, but we had a conversation, Diener and I, in regard to if, you know, hypothetically, if we were still doing our picks. Both of us picked all the home teams, so we only would have won one game, right? Yeah, Kansas City, no. right? Because everybody else won away. I was like, this is incredible. So that wasn't the only one. We had to go to the Chiefs home broadcast team for that one. That guy's, listen to him. That is good. <laughs> so, who do they play now? Uh, they are going on to play the Bengals because they won too. Wow. But then there's the whole Rams-Bucks game, which was back and forth. The Rams couldn't give that game away fast enough, and they still won. 30 yards to win the game. Matt Gape boots it through. Oh. And the Rams, by the hair of their skinny teeth, team. Al, Wind up winning it. Three games so far, a walk-off field goal. Yes, the Bucks looked wow. awful for three and a half quarters, and then they kept coughing it up. And they gave the they four fumbles, two of them in the red zone. Wow, they gave Brady. It looked as though Brady, Brady ties it up, and it looks as though it was going to be another epic comeback, but not to be. Wow. So what happens to Brady now? You're my my football go-to man. Is he done? I don't know. I don't think he is. Does, I don't know. Does he stay in Tampa? Probably. Okay. Oh, because he's all set up there now. I don't know. But you know what the problem is going to be? It would be great if he walked away and it was a surprise because that would save us from a year of... I lived this in 2019 (laughs) in New England. I lived it. It was horrific. It was like literally like every tweet, every post, every broadcast. Is this Tom Brady's last trip to the bathroom in Foxborough? (laughs) Or will there be one more? I mean, it was bad. So now on a a nationwide, a national level, we're going to get that if he says, this is my last run. It's going to be horrific. Wow. I hope he just surprised. Whenever he walks away, I hope he just surprises everybody and goes away. Honestly, it'll save us all pain. Well, we'll all be into TB12 after that. And then I did not pick my Jimmy man. And boy, was I upset because I figured it was going to be the Packers. You know, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Last hurrah. He's going to go on to the Super Bowl. Not so much. You're just upset. You, You were robbed of the handsome bull. Jimmy G and Brady. I kidding. I'm upset. <laughs> Jimmy G's got to get rid of that beard, though. He's looking a little scruffy. He's starting to look like Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, yeah, you need to clean up a little bit. Yeah, that was the 49ers uh, Packers game. Down the middle and good. 49ers win it. San Francisco is moving on with a 13 to 10 win here at Lambeau. I'll tell you this, wow. the NFL got what it wanted. It really did. Everybody is talking about that. Forget about that even being a sports story. It's like just a, I don't know, a, a human interest story. It really was. And, and I guess more because, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers. Is, is he retiring now? Is that it? Does he hang up his cleats and say that's it? No more football, even though Green Bay lost? That's another one. What happens with that guy? Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in Green Bay. He said as much. 
Well, he said that at the beginning of the year. He kept on saying he didn't like Green Bay. He was leaving, and they ended up talking him into staying, and he gets him this far. But he did say, however, I guess he put out some announcement that said he would not be part of a rebuild. Right. They're rebuilding? I didn't know. In salary cap terms, I heard this last night after the game, they're like $45 million over budget. Oh, jeez. They went, you know, they went for one last shot with him. It's what he wanted. They gave it to him. He I don't know whether he's going to play again. He's not going to be there, though. I'll tell you that much. But he's old, though, isn't he? How old is uh, Aaron Rodgers? Mm. Is he as old as Brady? No. Really? Late 30s? He looks older. Maybe. Brady looks a lot better than he does. Well, you know, it's the gluten gen. (laughs) He's not on the TB12 diet. (laughs) He's not stretching (laughs) enough. And then there was one other game, and I thought, you know what? I wanted to take Cincinnati because all this year when we picked our pick, Cincinnati has never disappointed me. And I went, nah, they're playing in Tennessee. Right. What's that guy's name, Henry? What's his name? Derrick Henry was back, right? He was back. I said, ah, the Bengals are never going to win. Boy, was I wrong. (laughs) Jeez. Just surprises all the way around, and the, uh, you know what's funny about this is we kind of wrap up just the sports talk here on eight fifteen. <laughs> yeah, really. So they oh, you're going to see a lot of clamoring today about changing the overtime rules because if you score in the first, and this was a change a couple of years ago, if you score in the first possession a touchdown, it's over. That's it. It's sudden death, right? Okay. If it's just a field goal, the other team gets a shot. They get they get possession oh. of the ball. Well, the Chiefs scored a touchdown in that long drive that you heard that that uh, Kansas City announcer go bananas over, right? So they're all happy with that. When the Pats beat them in 2018 season, it was early 2019, the AFC Championship game, they won on a touchdown just like they did. Oh, they wanted the rules changed. They wanted everything else. Oh, they're happy with it now. You know who's not going to say anything? Chiefs fans. You get that straight. Well, it's always, you know, isn't it amazing? It always involves the Patriots. It's like, jeez. It's like somehow, some way. The, the, bad, the, the bad juju always goes towards the Patriots, regardless. They, they could be you. out of it for eight right. weeks. They'd still be blamed. Right. It's like, stop, would you please? God. I think what we're going to blame today is, uh, let me see, lack of... Uh, Strength in the administration and Anthony Blinken. Did he do anything? If they're get, yeah, they're doing a lot. They might get us into a war for God's sakes, or at least troops to the Ukraine border. Why are we? Do- They'll send people to every border in the world except ours. I don't get it. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, let's go know. protect Ukraine, but the heck with the United States. You're right. And, and why are they going after DeSantis about his booster status? Why is this a story now? I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, but he's he's. Laying mum on this. I got a booster shot, and I have an update on that I can share with you. Okay, please if do. If they tell me, if the, anybody ever tries to tell me this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, I'm going to punch him in the eye. Okay, I'll get out of the way <laughs> while your, your arm comes flying by my face. That Boom. and more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. This is Jen. I'm Bill. Keep it here. Thank you, Karen. Appreciate it very much. We'll see you at uh, 630 for news, as you said. News Talk 850 WFTL. It is the South Florida Morning Show. This is Jen. I'm Bill. And what here's to, would you like to hear from Tony Blinken or not, is that like beyond useless? Not not really, but go ahead. You can. So he was on Face the Nation, Deface the Nation over the weekend. Actually a, a bunch of different media appearances. He's he's hoping they don't have to put sanctions on Russia. The purpose of those sanctions is to deter uh Russian aggression. Uh and so if they're uh if they're triggered now, you lose the deterrent effect. Okay. Yeah. Uh you know what? I- over there, and he he's going to get us into a war. And, and let me ask you a question, Bill. Why did we wait until yesterday to tell the people in the Kiev embassy and right. any other Americans right. we have in Ukraine to get the hell out of the country? Exactly. Good point. I don't know. But that was. But you see that come across in like a headline, right? Or, or you get an update on that on, on your phone. That's pretty scary. You're telling Americans to get out of the way. Right. 
So that makes you think, here we go. Yeah, here's oh, a war. This is great. And then this morning, uh, the big announcement was the UK is doing the same thing, told all their people, get the heck out. Right. So they know oh, there's, there's a reason we're pulling our people out of embassies across that nation. You got 200,000. It was a 200,000 Russian troops at the border sitting there yeah. waiting to go in. But now, yesterday, what did, uh, what did the president say? We're going to send 5,000 of our troops. I'm thinking, why? Yeah, why is I, it's not a rescue mission. They know that, that it's, it's just a, a way for us to be able to say we're doing something. But you got more American kids put in, put in harm's way over what? Yeah, I mean, it, the odds are definitely against him. If you're going to send 5,000 troops against 200,000 Russian troops, why are you doing this? That's like sending, you know, the pig to slaughter. It's horrible. I, I, would, I feel so badly if anybody has a child in the military or a husband or a wife or a partner. Not, not a good time right now. I know that's what they sign up for. I get that totally. But this just seems absolutely useless. And we're all thinking it. The fear in the back of everybody's head is this administration is doing something, getting involved in a conflict to distract from the disaster that's here at home. We're all thinking that. Well, yeah. Well, it makes you think that too, Bill, when you look at what's the president doing this afternoon. He's meeting with his advisors, and I oh. say that in air quotes, to figure out how to make everyday goods more affordable for the American family. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Well, right. you, you right. bet you're about eight months behind on that eight ball, Mr. President. But at the same token, you've got a war. You're escalating into a war in the Ukraine. And you're meeting about now prices in the United States. You're a little late. Every time they meet to talk about food prices, by the way, in the supply chain, they screw it up more. And prices go up. I'm almost at the point where I just want them to do nothing. It, you know, the market will fix itself. Get out of the way. You're right. And, and I was... I think the one of the biggest things he said last week that upset me more than anything, oh, there's not any any supply chain problem. All yeah, the stores exactly. are fully stocked. There's no shelves that are empty. I'm like, have you been to a store lately? He's crazy. Uh, I'm sorry. Completely. This, see, this is the danger. We all like to joke about it, right? And you saw this during the debates. Well, actually, they've said this about Biden for decades. Completely out of touch with the American public. Like, completely. And it's funny to laugh at, and they can make fun of him on SNL. This is where it really matters, though. He has absolutely no understanding. Even if they sat down and told him how bad the supply chain crisis is and how bad shortages are, he wouldn't believe it. No. Uh, he yeah. has absolutely no concept of real life. None. You know what it reminded me of? Remember when Barbara Bush went, would she go to a Walmart or she went to a Target and pretended like she shopped there all the time? And I'm right. like... Okay, you just made yourself look like an idiot. We know you don't go to Walmart, you don't go to Target, because somebody else, number one, probably shops for you. And right. number two, you're not going to one of those stores. No. And, and they think, I think sometimes they think they can fool the American public and they think we're a bunch of dummies. It's like, hello, give us some credit. We are pretty intelligent. It's always dumb when they do that, too. Isn't that one of the debate questions that they, they try to prep them for? Okay, the current... Uh, cost of a loaf of bread is yes. if somebody asks you this question, be prepared. It, like that shows that you're in touch, yeah, right? It's 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 crazy, and everything's gone up, no matter. And then he has the nerve, this president, that that being, blaming the cattle grow, the cattle farmers, and the meat processors. Oh, it's your fault that these prices are going up. Oh, okay, yeah. oh yeah, it's all I, their fault. 
it's it's kind of scary. Really. Wait till they start fighting back, though. We haven't really heard the cattle ranchers fight back quite yet. When they do, watch out. Well, look what they did to Oprah. They right. almost put her out of business overnight after. What did she say? She was going vegan because she didn't think you should. Is that what it was all about? Something I don't even remember. That. I don't she, know. She directly affected their prices because of, you know, then all of a sudden you get all the soccer moms who watch Oprah not buying hamburgers. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, not a good thing. Not a good thing. All right. This popped up on Friday. I'm not sure whether you guys talked about it or not, but it, it escalated over the weekend. This is the new thing, which I'm sure is coming from the Nikki Freed camp. Why are they going after DeSantis wondering if he's gotten a booster or not? Who the hell cares? I, you know, I don't know, considering he's been spending a- any free moment he has with his wife who just finished her chemotherapy treatments. That was a great story. It, it was. It was not, and then that's what he talked about on his last, uh, I, he was his state tour. I don't, the guy's yeah. somewhere else every day. I forget where he was in the panhandle, I think. And he talked about it was his wife's last chemo treatment. He was there and they got other hurdles to, you know, face, but things were looking good. And I was like, that's great. And then two hours later bam he didn't get a booster shot or did he i was like okay so it, he's not going to answer them i think people should just make their own decisions on um i'm not gonna uh let that be a be a weapon for people to be able to use i think it's a private matter yes it is and by the way and, and the reason why i'm at home today you know doing this remotely i am triple vaxxed now i got the one i got the two and the moderna booster last week i got covid how do you like that? If anybody ever tries to tell me this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, I'm telling you, I'm going to kick him in the shin. Well, I'm done. You probably should. Uh, it, and it's funny because what, what is the protocol now? Okay, so you're vaccinated, you're boosted, right. you test positive. You got to sit home, what, like five days? I so guess. you can come yeah. back like tomorrow, right? No? Um, then, don't I don't know. know you know, because the, then you deal with the CDC and, and there are a lot of companies and you're trying you know, to play along and you got to play with the rules uh, and, and follow protocol to try to keep everybody safe, obviously. Uh, ever, now you have companies trying to catch up with what the CDC rules are, which change overnight. Well, yeah. And then uh, I don't even want to bring up his name because you know how it incenses me when you play sound from this guy or any of them actually in the Biden administration. But this one came. He's a leftover from Trump Fauci yesterday. Well, it's a virus we're just going to have to learn how to deal with. Like we said two years ago, you're going to end up getting a covid shot along with a flu shot every year. Right. It's, it's going to be here. Listen, I to, and I, just an update. I feel completely, totally fine. It was like a head cold. Like, that's all it is. And here's another thing going back to DeSantis. Just in case, like once that was like officially diagnosed, well, it's COVID. I'm like, OK, well, no one in my family got it. No one. Isn't that odd? Including the, you know, the woman I sleep with. <laughs> OK, well, so, yeah, I mean, like, that being your wife. <laughs> Well, yes. Thanks for clearing that up, Jen. That was well, very just, important. Well, I just want to make sure if somebody's new, they may not know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> but it, I mean, yeah. But, what, it, what are the odds of that? You sleep next to this right. woman. You're in the same house with her 24-7. And she, what kind of, you know what? Do me a favor. Figure out what kind. You get the same blood type? I, I've always thought blood type plays a role. I think we're going to find out that plays a huge role. And also, just because, you know, it doesn't do you any good, I don't think. Well, it may if you've been exposed, but to get the uh, monoclonal site, the, the uh, therapeutic. We were just talking about this last week where they just opened up the site in West Pointon, which is kind of near me. Mm-hmm. I went and got that done. The site was fantastic. Oh, really? I was like, I, I it was like, remember when Trump got it? He, he got the uh, Regeneron. And he goes, I don't know. I think I feel better than before. I feel I think I can fly. Wow. 
Okay, Spidey, bring in your senses because we got to take a break. But when we get back, I want to hear about what Regeneron did for you specifically right. because I was calling you Spider-Man all weekend. I and mean, it's 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 great that that's there, and he should get even more credit for opening up those centers. And they're probably going to open more and more. That was a big fighty one. So we got that coming up next. We got uh, there was a speaking of mandates. There was a big anti-mandate rally in D.C. Oh, these people were upset. Good all for right. them. We got that and a lot more. Maybe recap the NFL weekend. All next, the South Florida Morning Show. And- Thank you, Katya. Appreciate it very much. Like the cooler weather. By the way, we have, Jen, is this right? A frost advisory for inland Palm Beach County? Yeah. And Okeechobee until 8 this morning? It should be. It should oh. be for points north, too. It was 41 degrees when I left my house this morning near the Alabama border. Bring in your sensitive vegetation. <laughs> yes. Cover your sensitive depth. Anyway. Your succulents. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was like 6 degrees warmer here in Palm Beach County. But if you go inland, it gets colder. So be interesting to see what it was like in Okeechobee this morning. It'd be chilly. And right now it's 43. So it's chilly out there. It is. It's down. It's it's cold. Any way you slice it, it is. But I like. I've it. always said this too. Florida cold is a different kind of cold. No one, no one in my family believes me up north. But I tell them that all the time. It's it, true. It is true. And funny because this morning, I guess it was Okaloosa County, the sheriff's department there. They said yesterday in Fort Walton Beach, it went from like seventy degrees at three o'clock in the afternoon to like something like ten degrees at three o'clock this morning, and they had flurries. I'm wow. like, oh my god. In Fort Walton Beach? Yeah, along the Panhandle. Yeah. Yeah, so it got uh-huh. really, really cold. So this is that Arctic blast. But all this week, it doesn't get above 80. And then we get more rain on Thursday and Friday. I don't know if there's another cold front coming or not. I haven't looked that far in advance. But it's uh, it's nice. I love this weather. I do, too. Nice break. The South Florida Morning Show. In the meantime, there's, uh, there's Jen, COVID Bill, here at home. All right, you got to explain this to me. So you went, and, and, and we'll get to the Ukraine situation and, and what happened with the anti-max, the, the vaccine mandate rally. But you went and got the Regeneron, right? Because I did. You tested, would you test positive on Thursday, Friday? I forgot what day it was. And the only day, and we're a little crazy because we have, because Lauren's mom is older, and she's not vaxxed. She's like 80. So just in case there's contact with her or the kids go over there. So we test a lot through Lauren's business. Luckily, we're able to get a lot of home kits, right? Okay. Not like we're hoarding them. We just get them through the business. Um, so we just test a lot. So I'm just, I'm, I'm used to it. I had a tickle cough last week, you might remember. Lo and behold, it came up positive for this. So I tried a different brand, then got the PCR thing, and it confirmed. Nothing more than like a head cold. That's it. Nobody else in my family got it. Nobody. That's amazing. With this thing, which is what they've been saying about this Omicron variant. It's like really, really mild. So, but now that you're, <laughs> we've been talking about the monoclonal treatment sites so much and the one that just opened up remember we had the news last week the one in west Pointon, right so i said hey i'm positive let me go get that everybody seems to rave about it it was set up beautifully and i don't know whether the, all the other sites are like this but it was great now is that in and out it was took like a half hour it was awesome i felt light years better than i even did and it was mild to start with wow is that iv is that done like an iv and they just put you like in a little tent area and that's no. it that's what I thought it was. Oh. It was four shots, but it was not like, you know, when you got the vaccine, it it's goes into your muscle in your arm. Right. This thing goes into like fatty tissue. So there's one behind, you know, behind your triceps on the right arm and then the left arm. And then there's like two shots to the like side of your stomach. Ooh. It's that easy. Did, did it hurt? No. Oh, okay. Stop it for like a second. <laughs> Come on. I don't like, you know, me and needles. I can't even watch people get them on TV. No. It's like, no, I don't like shots. It was easy. Well, good for, and then, and you. They had snacks. <laughs> do you do you feel good, like, almost immediately? 
I mean, I did anyway, but I'm probably not the best example because I had, I'm telling you, it was like a head cold. That's all it felt like. Wow. But um, <laughs> I can imagine that's why it's so important, though, for somebody that has really, really serious symptoms to go to one of these monoclonal sites like right away because it's available to us. And it's, it's designed great. It's awesome. Wow. It's, it's a cool. big, I bring that up because it's a big deal for, this was a big win, I think, for the state to get this stuff. Because remember, they started setting them up and then the Biden administration took away the supplies. Right. They're back. And, and, and I think they're going to open up more of these sites. Therapeutics should have been a focus from the get-go. Now, when do, okay, there's certain, there's certain parameters, though, as to when you can get the monoclonal uh, injections. And it's what, within the first couple of days after you think you've been exposed or you know you've been exposed, then you can right. go there, right? Right. Okay. Well, good and I think for they, you. And they ask, you know, there's like a health sheet and are you allergic to certain things, blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's, it's a pretty simple process. At least this one was for me. And it wasn't even that crowded. Wow. Good for you. Well, how do you like that? Now we have uh, somebody who's gone through everything in this this building. So good for you, Bill. But that's why I'm like, it never sounded right from the beginning when Biden keeps saying this is a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Don't tell me I'm unvaccinated. I took three shots for this thing and still got it. I was going to say, then you got four more. Like I said, by the time this is all over, you're going to drink a glass of water oh. and all the water's going to come out of all the holes in your body. It's insane. Now, do I think, is there a strong possibility like I felt like zero symptoms because I was vaccinated? I tend to think so, yeah. But stop blaming people that are unvaccinated for spreading this thing. Right. Because anybody can get it. So true. Everything they told us about this was completely wrong. All of it. It's, uh, I, I think they've been wrong, like you said, from the beginning. And then yesterday, Fauci all over the place saying, oh, oh yeah. we just got to learn to live with it. Could be getting a shot every year like a flu shot. I said, okay, we've said that for two years now. <laughs> Should have listened to us a long time ago and you would have been all set. Believe I don't get it myself. Well, it was a big turnout yesterday. It's an unfortunate how it turned out because I think they got some bad PR. Because you know that mainstream media is going to try to make them look like loons. But there was a big turnout. They're talking like tens of thousands in D.C. yesterday for a rally against vaccine mandates now look at some of the headlines jenny you see it already the spin on this they're calling it the anti-vax rally it's not true god i bet you a ton of people there were vaccinated they're just against the mandates yeah like this guy everybody wants to say we're extremists and all i can say is we're living in extreme times Yeah. yeah he's right I, you know, I, it, and people don't understand why you get upset when they say, well, why are you against the mandates? Because once the government takes control of that little step, say, forcing you to get a vaccine, then what's next? Then they force you to do this, and they force you to do that, and then they force you to do this, and the next thing you know, you're relying on the government for everyday supplies, everyday life. We become a socialist society. I, yeah, it's you, a slippery slope, man. It, it really is. is. Yeah, it just opens the door. It's like, okay, open that door, just a little crack, and then somebody's going to stick their foot in there, and then you can't close the door anymore. So, it's it's not good, not here's, good at all. Here's the real unfortunate part. So, uh, Kennedy got up there and spoke, and he's oh. kind of like the conservative Kennedy, uh, the nephew of uh, John F. Kennedy, Robert F. Right. It's tough to keep track of him. There's so many. You need a scorecard. <laughs> So he gets up there and he's trying to make his point because he's been against Fauci. He is, by the way, doing a little research on Kennedy. Right. He has spoken out against Fauci for decades. Really? Like back to the AIDS crisis. Wow. He claims that he's got a book on it, how badly Fauci has screwed that up from, from the get-go. Wow. Years and years and years. But he gets up there and this is where <laughs> they can easily take something you say. He's trying to make an example of the mandates. How badly did this come off? Even in Hitler, Germany, you could... You could cross the Alps into Switzerland. You can hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. 
All right, let's not bring up Anne Frank. Oh, God. At the anti-mandate route. No. So, of course, of all the people that got up there, the prominent people that made great, awesome points, what do they pick on? RFK is Anne right. Frank come. And that'll be the takeaway from the entire rally. Uh, unfortunately, you're right, because the Auschwitz Memorial is already condemning uh, oh. what he said and tweets. There you and go. They probably want him to step down as whatever he runs, and they never want to see him again. Oh, uh, we're going to take a break, but you know what we're going to talk about when we get back? That guy in Daytona Beach. Oh, my God. Fighting off the bear. That First was incredible. All, there are, I was going to ask you, there are black bears in Daytona? Well, remember the one that was here a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah, they're around. They're not as abundant here. But yeah, the further north you go and the further west you go, you see a lot of them. Unbelievable. All right, we got that. Some other headlines, too. And it's all next. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. I'm Bill. Keep it here. Yeah, have a, have a little bit of sugar. Water. I get some honey. And then, Want some of that? And then you got to stand on your head for yeah. five seconds. And then Isn't I'll come it? up behind you and scare you. Yeah. Do the Heimlich. No, that's something else. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. Uh, Bill at home. Karen's coming up with news. VJ in for a diner. My God, you need a scorecard today. I really do. It's it's like it was funny because first we found out that you were going to be home because uh, you tested positive, Mister. Right. I get two shots and a booster. Right. I, I tested positive, and you're going to stay home. Uh, and then last night, uh, I was already in bed. I didn't see Diener's message until this morning. I fell asleep early, and it was like Diener says, "Oh, not coming in, not feeling good, scratchy throat." Ari is sick. I said, "Oh, great." So, Tis the season. It, it's. I think everybody's getting a. All right, in uh, not-so-fun news, keeping an eye on this, obviously, everybody's concerned about this, whether or not you got a family member in uh, the military or not, but troops preparing for possible action and fears Russia could invade Ukraine any day now. Boy, that's a nice headline, isn't yeah. it? Did, remember we decided last week, how far ahead are they in the Ukraine? What was it? Was it like 14 hours? It was something ridiculous. It's close to that. Yeah, it, it's maybe 12 hours. So, I mean, if if you have, I, that was the first thing I thought of this morning. I said, you know what? If one of my daughters was in the military, I would not be happy this morning. Uh, President Biden is expected to decide as early as this week. Okay, whether to deploy up to 5,000 U.S. troops. This comes uh, as some workers at the Ukraine embassy are told to leave. Yeah, that warning came out yesterday, so a lot of people were saying, okay, here we go. Well, what I want to know is if you were there, Bill, say you're in Kiev and you're in the embassy, wouldn't you want to get out like a long time ago? Why did they wait just till yesterday? Because these troops from Russia have been sitting there for like a month now. All lined up, too. I Just guess wait. the number is 100,000 is what Russia's saying. But can you believe them? No, because our people, I think Avenatti said the other day, not Avenatti. Sorry, I'm looking at a story about Avenatti. My mistake. Uh, Blinken said it was like close to 200,000. That's a lot, a lot of people. Boy. Yeah, speaking of him, by the way, yeah. all the media stuff. I get nervous. Honest, this is how bad it is. I get nervous when Tony Blinken, who completely screwed it, he was the architect of the Afghanistan screw-up, is talking about Russia. This is when I get nervous. The choice is Vladimir Putin's, and they're, the, the paths are clear. It's clearly the preferable path, but we're prepared either way. You know, does I mean, this happen four years ago, three years ago, when Russia was actually behaving for a little bit? No, you know what it no. is, too, and I think you hit the nail right on the head when Trump was president. He had that little crazy edge to him that oh, yeah. people didn't know which way. Well, other world leaders didn't know which way he would go. Like, he's just the little, that little hair trigger, you know. It's like, don't tick him off because God knows what he's going to send in. I, no one's afraid of Biden. No. I don't even think the dogs are afraid of Biden. No. And the really scary thing, I think anyway, is that this is happening now in a giant – this is all they'll talk about. Then all of a sudden we're not talking about supply problems, food problems, the border, fentanyl coming across the border – all these nightmare scenarios, nothing going on with COVID, 
more restrictions, uh, mass teacher walkouts like the one in, in uh, Virginia today. Here's a nice shiny ball they can throw at the media and have them concentrate on domestically. My fear is we're involved because the things are so bad domestically. Isn't that sad? That's really sad. And speaking of things being bad domestically, yet he's talking about sending troops to the Ukraine. The president today meets with his top advisors to figure out how to fix uh, and make the everyday supplies more affordable for the American family. Like, yeah, about six months too late there, Mr. President. And don't you get the feeling, too, again, just the fact that they're talking about it makes me nervous because every time he does, he screws it up worse. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Oh, remember, remember, remember he said, oh, remember when it was, it's the, it's a supply problem and we can't, it was a transportation thing. All these cargo mm. containers are sitting at the ports. And then where was Pete Buttigieg? No one knew where he was. And all oh, of a sudden right. they found out he was on paternity, maternity leave or whatever you call it and family leave. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, I'm going to spearhead this and we're going to fix this problem. They showed that that port, one of the ports in California the other day, they still got like 20 ships sitting outside waiting to unload all their cargo it, nothing's changed god all right well when i saw this it's a wild kingdom story i thought of you because i need to ask you do we really have black bears in daytona i had no idea uh, yeah you know what it, it, you know what i'm tr i gotta go look because I'm, I'm trying to think of how far off is the ocala national forest you go through Ocala and the National oh, yeah. Forest or across the state, they get you know, these, these bike paths or tra trail you know, ways that you can go. And I'm thinking, who wants to walk in there? They got bears all over the place. I don't want to walk hogs, through there. They? Yeah, they got hogs. They got yeah. bears. They got all kinds of stuff. But this was, this was, this bear was, he must have been desperate because he came on this guy's screened in porch. I'm like, holy cow. The video is wild. We're going to have to post that on the Morning Show blog a little bit later on. I'll take this in parts, but listen to the first part. Janet, this sounds like that sound from The Revenant you hate. Oh, God. Other than that, how's wow. your night at home? <laughs> yeah, the guy, you know, you see there's two little dogs on his patio, and all right. of a sudden, he, the dogs start acting weird, so the guy turns around to look at the door, and as he's looking at the door, this black bear just comes running in. So what's the guy do? He lunges at it and starts fighting with it. I'm like, oh my God, I would He didn't, he kind of like sprawled and did like an MMA takedown. <laughs> it was... And he, he said he got he got scratches and stuff. I wonder, you know, you know, when you get scratched like by yeah. a uh, a feral cat, you got to worry about cat yeah. scratch fever. Is it the same with the bear? I would think they're like you know bacterial infested kind of things. They can't be too clean, right? No, poor guy. But then uh, uh, just about the the this point in time in the video, he blocks the doorway with a love seat, which I thought was a really good move. <laughs> yeah, but I thought the bear was going to come right through it. I'm thinking that's not going to stop this animal. And then the bear sits down has a beer. You know. <laughs> but listen. Oh, my God! I got to my bear! Oh, my God! <laughs> wow. Wow. They say you're supposed to, the louder the noise is, they, they don't like loud noises. So screaming, really? yeah, scream and yell at them. So they say. God. Well, well I, I don't know. Leonardo didn't have much help screaming and yelling. <laughs> Jen doesn't like lottery winners. And here's another one you hate. It's not her fault. Oh, come it's on. It's not her fault. Come on. What do you mean it's not her fault? Lottery sent her an email saying she won and it went to spam. <laughs> But who gets an email from the lottery? I don't know. It can happen. Nah, not only to these people, not me. We'll get that. Some recaps from some uh, amazing NFL games, too, and some headlines. All next, the South Florida Morning Show. This is Jen on Bill. Keep it here. We get Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. 
These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.